Welcome to Witness and Ponder. I'm Coach Karen, and my mission is to make a difference in the difference makers. This space is an invitation for you to ponder why you do what you do, learn ways to do what you want to do, as well as witness inspiring accounts of others who've already figured it out. This episode ponders how we follow God and the way in which I learn to grow more intimate in my relationship with Him by just realizing that my proximity and position makes a difference. This revelation came to me through a meditation from the Daily Still podcast by my friend Cindy Helton. Even if you aren't as much of a visual person as I am, meditation is a powerful spiritual discipline to connect with God, increase your mindfulness, and reduce your stress, all coincidentally, which help us become our best selves. So travel with me through the times and the people in my life that came to mind as I sat with God in this meditation that asked, how does God love you? The answer to that question is there for you too. Let's continue so you can ask him yourself. She was so twirlable. It was impressive how easy she was to lead. She was relaxed, pliant, trusting, competent, and joyful. She told on as I navigated her around other couples sparkling under the mirrored disco ball. In those days, my sister and I would regularly go downtown to dance. Rarely was there a guy who had the moves to match the likes of John Travolta, so we danced with each other. Before we'd go, we would practice in our living room. Twirls on the carpet always preceded spins on the hardwood. We certainly weren't professional dancers or even lessened dancers, but we held our own on the parquet floors at multiple Chicago venues, and I loved it. Truth be told, though, even though I absolutely enjoyed dancing, it didn't matter who I danced with back then because dancing was more a form of exercise than a partnership. One night, my sister found us dancing partners, or rather, found herself a dancing partner who happened to have a wingman. She took off with the tall one, and I got to dance with Henry. A quiet, dark-haired guy, Henry was fashionably clothed in baggy pleated slacks and a sharp, collared silk shirt. My initial reluctance evaporated once we hit the dance floor because Henry was an excellent dancer, and that's all that mattered. On regular occasions, we'd organically run into each other. We rarely spoke and never socialized. We danced. And when we danced, it was my turn to twirl, my turn to trust, my turn to follow. However, having so much experience leading my sister, I would often slip back into leader mode. When this happened, I was met with the strength of Henry's capable hands. With the halting jerk, he'd steer me back to center, And in that space, his dark, piercing eyes would remind me that he was the one who was leading. These missteps would interrupt our rhythm and flow, and we'd have to take a second to reset before he'd oversee another spin, and I'd make another attempt to follow better. It wasn't until years later, on my wedding day, that I would discover the ingredient that turned this exercise into a partnership. The DJ featured a dance with the bride and each groomsman. This called for a brisk stint with 10 guys through a single song. What I recalled was the different way each one of them slow danced. One rocked, one swayed, one stood in place, one bobbed up and down. 
Each had their own style and feel, and when I finally found myself in my new husband's arms, everything changed. Awkwardness fled as my body let out a sigh that said, Yes, this is the right place. This was my first true partnership on the dance floor, for while Henry was competent, there was no affection, and affection made following an entirely different experience. These memories were part of the picture that God gave me during a meditation that asked the question, How does Jesus love you? This question came on the heels of a lesson God was working in my heart. The lesson began during my trip to Africa. It was a leadership development trip that was made up of a team of leaders. We were a powerful pack of eight with multiple talents and a single heart to follow God across the world. We were diverse in age and experience, yet united in the fact that we were all leaders in some form or fashion. It didn't take long for me to notice that competency permeated the group. If you know me, you know that I highly admire competency. We hadn't even made it to our destination when people were stepping up, making decisions, problem solving, and directing as a unit. I remember saying in my heart, oh, I don't have to lead here. Someone else has got it. And it surprised me how wonderful it felt. The confidence I had in them surprisingly delivered a very physical effect as well. I was relaxed. My body and my mind were able to go with the flow because I trusted everyone that was leading. My muscles weren't tense and my breathing wasn't shallow. Not having to be on allowed my mind to open up to more of my surroundings. This relaxed experience was something that was foreign to me. From point A back to point A, I was in good hands and I experienced for the first time how it physically felt to follow. When I returned from the trip, I stayed with God in this revelation of following so confidently, trustingly, and easily. In my prayers, I heard him say, These are mere men and women. If it was easy to follow them, how much easier to follow me? Staggering conviction overcame me, covering me in the weight of sadness. It brought back the memory of Henry's dark, piercing eyes when he'd halt my missteps and pull me back to center. I realized, oh, that's how I've been following God. My herky-jerky style of following has been interrupting the Holy Spirit's flow, rhythm, and lead all these years. I hope you can feel the impact of that revelation the way I did. It was so powerful to examine the way that I follow God. In all honesty, there's a lot of striving on my part. Muscles that get tense, breathing that gets shallow and a mind that can miss out on a whole lot. I saw that God was inviting me to enjoy following him in a joyful and relaxed way, but realized how much I was actually leading in his place. During that meditation, when I explored the ways God loved me, a series of images unfolded. I saw the scars on Jesus' back, followed by individual cameos of the faces of the people that I love. That all sounded like me and felt familiar. But then the scene changed and I saw myself dancing with the specter-like figure. There was no disco ball this time. It was more like we were dancing the Viennese waltz. My posture was supported by strong, extended arms. Our midsections were close and our eyes locked as we floated about a dramatically dark background. The feel of the dance was notable. Our moves were an elegant, intimate partnership. 
I rested in his arms yet actively participated. I followed with trust, confidence, and admiration. During my meditation, it occurred to me that the specter-like figure was actually the Holy Spirit. Much like my dance with my husband, this partnership felt oh so right. This new image of dancing with God forged itself into my head and heart to overwrite my existing understanding of following. I'd always pictured following Jesus as literally being behind him, wanting to grab the tassel of his robe and grateful for the dust that his sandals would kick up in my face. Sometimes I'd picture us walking side by side as he guided me as well. Proximity was everything, but never, ever, ever did I imagine I could follow face to face in the same way as a dance. That type of closeness was an affection I had never imagined. The sweetness of that picture brought me to tears. So grateful was I for a God who wants to dance with us. He wants to hold us, navigate us across the floors of our lives, whisper in our ears, and look deeply into our eyes. This newfound notion of following has been very profound. The picture of myself in an affectionate partnership holding on to capable arms as I'm led across a dance floor brings such relief. I can't even calculate the physical benefits of following this way, but I do know the spiritual benefit because it takes such pressure off, and that has been such a gift. To honor this insight, I've chosen the word follow for the year. This peaceful picture will be a reminder to dance with God and depend on God throughout the year. Body, mind, heart, and soul will remember to relax, stop striving, and start enjoying the partnership where the Holy Spirit competently and lovingly twirls and spins me. God blessed me with a verse to hold as a banner over my year. It's in 2 Kings 18 and refers to King Hezekiah, who was totally devoted to God like no other king. I took the liberty to personalize the gender. For she held fast to the Lord. She did not depart from following him. And the Lord was with her. Wherever she went out, she prospered. Sinking into this word every day keeps the affection, joy, and relaxation of this new way to follow alive in my heart. I hope you too can experience the rest and intimacy of following in new personal ways this year. Allow God to thread together aspects of your life in order to gain more insights into his love. Go before him today and ask the question that started it all. How do you love me? And see what God delivers. Share your insight to encourage us all and give God the glory. Time now for the Coaching Corner, a place to ponder, plan, and act upon the change you want to see in your life. The Coaching Corner is meant to help you ponder within for insights, look outside for examples and support, and take action with God to achieve it. Ponder This episode is a result of spiritual work initiated in meditation through the Daily Still podcast by Cindy L. Helton. She asked the question, How does Jesus love you? Take some undistracted time and ponder the ways you experience God's love. What does that look like? How does that feel? Additionally, explore your perception of what it looks like to follow Christ. What impressions or preconceived notions do you have about proximity, posture, or control? What's your physical response to how you currently follow Christ? 
witness. This episode was centered around the discipline of meditation. Is there anyone in your life who practices Christian meditation? Is there somewhere you can go to explore what it would be like to experience scriptural meditation? What do you imagine you might encounter? What would get in the way of this? What would the benefit be of this experience? Action. Spend time with God in your most comfortable way, whether that's journaling, in nature, in solitude, etc. Position your heart to be open and receive His direction. Explore with Him all the ways He loves you, then catalog them in your heart and mind. Here are some scripture verses you can refer to. Numbers 14.24 Deuteronomy 1.36 Ruth 1.16 Psalm 23.6 2 Kings 18.6-7 Matthew 10.38 Luke 5.28 John 8.12 John 10.27 John 12.26 and John 21.22 It has been my pleasure to share these stories with you. I hope you have been blessed by the inner work they have called you to. Witnessing others' faith examples and pondering the depths of yourself are key aspects to shaping your body, mind, heart, and soul in the likeness of Christ. As you know, we don't do this on our own. God leads this process and does most of the work. In Ezekiel 36, 25 and 26, he says, Then I will sprinkle clean water on you, and you will be clean. And I will give you a new heart, and I will put a new spirit in you. I will take out your stony, stubborn heart and give you a tender, responsive heart. I encourage you to continue to ask yourself hard questions about where and how you find yourself now and where and how you'd like to change. Doing this with God will reduce your emotional clutter, improve your relationships and your walk with Jesus, as well as your peace of mind. So until we connect again, be blessed as you continue to ponder with Jesus why you do what you do. Learn ways from Him to do what you want to do and be inspired and influenced by others who have already figured it out because of his help. And hey, when you subscribe, rate, and review, you make a difference in helping others make a better difference too.